lovely morning to you and welcome to the NASCO Moments radio show. This is your favorite enlightenment talk show on radio powered by NASCO Group Nigeria to provide the quality life. Do you know where your children are at this moment? Last week, we started a conversation on the link between substance abuse, drug trafficking, and drug-related crimes, and how the economic community of West African states, that's ECOWAS, is facing the challenge. With our guest last week, we looked at what constitutes the drug problem and the linkage between substance abuse, drug trafficking, and drug-related crimes. Today, we'll take you back memory lane and look at other aspects of this very interesting topic. We're pleased to welcome back our guest to the show this week. He is Mr. Daniel Amankwa, a lawyer and the principal program officer at the ECOWAS Commission. Thank you, sir, for being here today on NASCO Moments Radio Show to continue the conversation. My name is Stanley Bentu. Stay right where you are. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby city shine <laughs> And how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and so? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now. Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now, so that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex for the brightest wash. Thank you very much, Mr. Amankwa, for accepting to come to NASCO Moments Radio Show again. Let's continue from where we stopped last week. Can you briefly update our listeners on what we have so far discussed? Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, last week, I think we, or the last time we were here, we talked about the drug problem. And I remember explaining that we don't lump everything together. We have people who have not uh, used drugs. I mean, we need to prevent them from using. We have people who are addicted or who have problems with drug use. We need to have a way to care for them. It can be treatment or rehabilitation. And also those who are trafficking uh, the drugs, the dealers, we need to find ways. And uh, we also talk about uh, addiction and we underscored the point that that is the main issue when it comes to drugs. Because once the person is addicted, now he cannot stop and he needs to find ways of getting money to support the addiction. And therefore, he goes into crime and many others. And then we say that the traffickers, also because they want to have their way, they also go into crime just to be able to uh, traffic their, dr- their drugs. And um, I think we ended by saying that the people need to uh, go through, I mean, th- there should be some measures that will uh, tackle all these three areas that I've talked about. Um, that is prevention and then care and then the, the law enforcement aspect of it. Mm. So it's very important for us to focus on solutions now. At ECOWAS uh, regional level, what is being done to address this drug problem? Yeah, thank you. That, that is a very good, good question because um, ECOWAS has put into place so many measures and I, I think I will be able to uh, mention some of them if, if not all. Let me start by saying that um, as far back as uh, 2008, 
the heads of states and government in the, in the ECOWAS region realized the dangers, the, the menace of drug control, I mean drug issues. And they came out with what we call political declaration that is trying to let everybody know that this is a problem that should be tackled. Mm. And so that, th- that's the ECOWAS political declaration on prevention of drug abuse, illicit drug trafficking and organized crime in North Africa. Exactly. So what is it all about? Yes. You know, if you look at even the title, you see that it's talking about all the three areas that I mentioned. Now it talks about drug abuse. It talks about drug trafficking, illicit drug trafficking. Now the political declaration has urged member states to put in place measures. But before that, it had the ECOWAS Commission to come out with a plan which will elaborate the specific measures that uh, needed to be put into place. So the political declaration is linked to an action plan. So you, 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 you might have uh, heard of the ECOWAS action plan to address illicit drug trafficking, drug abuse, and organized crimes. Mm-hmm. So these two documents demonstrated the commitment of the heads of state. That is at the political level. Now, when we come to the commission's level, the ECOWAS commission's level, we took this action plan and now went into the specific uh, pillars or the areas and devised means of implementing this drug action plan. And and I I must say that um, the ECOWAS commission's own resources, I mean, you understand that it's not much because these resources come from the member states and their contribution and the community levy. So through these resources, the ECOWAS Commission started the implementation of this uh, plan, the drug action plan, as far back as 2008. Mm. And um, many countries in our sub-region were assisted to put in place their uh, organs, I mean structures, that would be so 2008 to 2018. That's a period of about 10, about 10 years. years. So, what is the status of the ECOWAS Regional Action Plan, which is aimed at addressing yes. the growing so, problem of uh, drug trafficking, organized crimes, and drug abuse in West Africa? Yeah, thank you very much. So, from 2008 to 2016, the plan was reformulated to bring in more current uh, aspects. So, we now have the Action Plan that is from 2016 to 2020, and this is what is currently being implemented. Under this plan, we have uh, five areas. We have an, uh, the first area that talks about the uh, resource mobilization in our member states and the commitment of the individual uh, st- uh, governments in our states. And then we have the second aspect that talks about the legal framework, the law that uh, regulate uh, drug use, drug trafficking, and all others. And then we have the law enforcement aspect of it. And then we have the uh, the data collection. You, 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 you may agree with me that uh, data is so important to inform policies. So uh, these thematic areas, that is how the implementation is structured. For the first, the political uh, will and, and, and the resource mobilization, the plan urges all member states to contribute, I mean, to put some budgetary allocation for drug control. And some countries are really doing that. And then we have the legal aspect of it. Every country in West Africa has laws to tackle drug, uh, uh, I mean, drug control and prevention. 
well, some of the laws need to be um, uh, amended, I mean, up- upgraded or maybe updated. And it's normal because you make laws and new things come and then you have to now change. And there is, there is a plan, I mean, not even a plan. We, we've uh, put in measures to have some, uh, I think, a maiden worship on uh, the legal aspect, the drugs. I mean, the laws in our state. I think this coming September in Abuja here, bringing all the legal experts in our member states to know what do we do, where do we go, what are the things that we need to add, what are the things that we should remove from our laws, what are the common standard things that we need to have in our member states. Mm. And that's what we'll be looking at at the next segment of our show. Don't go away because when we come back, we'll be looking at the measures put in place uh, by way of instruments and structures and whether at the regional and national levels and how effective these structures are. This is the NASCO Moments Radio Show. We'll be right Cube sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm. Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. NASCO Cube Sugar, another quality product from NASCO. Good to know you're still there. This is the NASCO Moments Radio Show, and our guest, Mr. Amankwa, is a lawyer and the principal program officer at the ECOWAS Commission. So far, he's put us through to understand what is being done to address the drug problem in West Africa at the ECOWAS level. Now, the show continues. Mr. Amankwa, what are the measures put in place by way of instruments and structures, whether at the regional and or national level? Thank you. The first thing I want to mention is what we call the West Africa Epidemiology Network on Drug Use. I told you that it was um, or it is difficult to get data on drug use in West Africa, but ECOWAS has put uh, this network we call WENDU into place to collect data and I'm happy to say that we have been able to collect the data for 2015, 2016 and 2017 and it's going to be published very soon. So now that uh, problem uh, we have I mean, put our hand and our thumb on it and something is being done. The second thing that I want to mention is the networks that have been formed so that we can engage with our member states. You know that the Equus Commission's headquarters is here in Abuja, but we relate to our member states on a almost daily basis. So there's a need to have engagement platforms. And we have networks. We have networks for civil society organizations where we can um, pick the telephone or WhatsApp or any type of communication that you can think of and just relate to them and discuss issues. We have um, a network of youth and we have a network of media and uh, then uh, the window that I mentioned. These are the networks through which we relate to them. Then we have put also in place a platform, not even a platform, two platforms. We have the uh, web portal that is dedicated to the drug control in West Africa 
and then we have newsletters uh, that are produced uh, two times every year that has uh, um, the, the policies, uh, the, the directions that we want, all of us want to go so that we will have a common approach towards drugs. Mind you, we are talking about transnational organized crime, drug abuse, mm-hmm. it's part, uh, drug trafficking is part of it and therefore we are tackling it not just on individual country basis but um, uh, um, I mean, in, in, in form of um, collaboration. Mm. So can you share with us details of uh, how much this has been achieved as a result of the measures that have been put in place? Yes, um, we, we just finished um, going around every member state including Mauritania uh, to measure the level of implementation of the drug action plan. Um, we saw that, yes, the structures are there. Uh, almost every state in West Africa has uh, the structure to fight drugs in their individual member states. And we have the civil societies governized. They have networks in the member states who go on uh, sensitizing the public. If you remember, the last time I was talking about the fact that some people have not um, coming into contact with drug use and these people need to be protected to be prevented from assessing and we have the NGOs and the government institutions they have units that go around sensitizing uh, the youth and uh, in fact the general public uh, about the effects of drug abuse and then we have the law enforcement also coming together uh, to conduct operations along some of the bodies of our member states, uh, making arrests and uh, so many uh, disrupting the drug trafficking, the flow. Mm. So let's bring it back home. How would you say Nigeria as a country has fared in this battle? And what would you recommend, especially to state governments in Nigeria, to what would you recommend that they do differently to combat the menace of drugs in their local domains? Yes, looking at the importance of Nigeria in West Africa, I would say that a lot of uh, things and uh, measures have been put in place here. There is a program specifically for Nigeria, uh, which is in addition to what the ECOWAS Commission is doing. This project is being funded by the EU, and the, we normally call it the Nigerian Drug Program. And this drug program has put in so many measures, including sensitization programs in schools. Of course, I will not be able to talk about it into details because that is a different program. But just to say that there are measures in Nigeria to tackle drugs. If we want to look at what should be done differently, I would suggest that it's good that we focus on the people who have not yet started using drugs. Therefore, there should be increased education, sensitization, but mind you, it should be evidence-based sensitization. It's not just going to the street to say that don't use drugs, drugs are bad. No, not that. But I'm talking about structured, you know, I talk about the categories, people who are already addicted. If the person is already addicted, you don't tell the person to stop using drugs because you'll be wasting your time. Those who have not, I I mean, who have not become addicted, we sensitize them. And those who have become addicted, I will suggest that there should be treatment, there should be care. For them, then the next very important issue that I would suggest is that we should look at people who are who have drug use not as criminals, but just to uh, know that it's a disease they need care. So mm. we don't just put them in jail and and, and and then they are there. Even some of them will go there and learn more. 
Uh, Absolutely. And this is where I would like to take our conversation to next. We'll take a break, but when we come back, we'll be looking at the demand side. What can we do to reduce the demand to drug use? This is the NASCO Moments radio show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. away with Nasco biscuits today. Nasco cream biscuits. Nasco shortcake biscuits. Nasco cream crackers. Nasco biscuits. Cream of biscuits. This is the Nasco Moment Show on radio. Starting last week, we had been discussing with Mr. David Amankwa of ECOWAS Commission on the link between substance abuse, drug trafficking, and drug-related crimes, and how the economic community of West African states, that's ECOWAS, is facing the challenge. He's taken us through some measures that have been put in place by ECOWAS Commission to address the drug problem in West Africa. Let us now turn our attentions to specific activities by ECOWAS Commission to address the drug situation. And that's the first question that I have today. Mr. Amankwa, tell us about the documentary and other drug demand reduction activities that ECOWAS has unfolded, including on drug abuse sensitization. Yeah, first, the documentary. Uh, I mentioned the uh, drug action plan, which is 2016 to 2020. And then we have also mentioned the political declaration. These are the documents that are guiding uh, drug control and drug prevention in the course. But let me mention that we have a system of um, uh, technical partners assisting. So... Uh, in the drug control at the ECOWAS level, we have the UNODC, the United Nations Office on Drugs and Crime, as our main technical partner, and the program is being sponsored by the European Union. And, um, you know, I mentioned the Nigerian drug project, which is being implemented by the UNODC. I will not talk much about that because uh, the UNODC uh, coordinator may throw more light on that. Mm-hmm. But when coming back to the ECOWAS commission, the specific measures... The, these measures take place in our member states. And the first one is the sensitization program. In fact, within the space of about a month now, where I can count about nine specific sensitization programs in our member states. We have one in Senegal, Togo, Burkina Faso, in fact, almost all the countries. And especially this season, when we celebrated the uh, International Day Against Drug Abuse, um, Every state organized a program to sensitize the people, I mean, youth especially, mm. uh, about the dangers of drugs. Now, now, let's be realistic. A lot of our states are facing economic challenges. So what support and advocacy mechanisms are available to member states to combat the drug menace? And beyond that, how would you assess the readiness and capability of law enforcement activities in the fight against drug abuse? Yeah, let me take the first one. Uh, before I come to the law enforcement aspect. Mm. The measures, I, I mentioned about the UNODC, I mentioned about EU support. So this support is what is being given to the member states to help them organize programs and 
train them, uh, the, the practitioners, to be able to deliver evidence-based form of education in the member states. So th- that, that is one side. Now, the law enforcement aspect, we also continue with training. Uh, when I mentioned the technical support of the UNODC, the UNODC has conducted about nine training in different individual countries just to train the law enforcement officers and um, uh, give them um, some kind of... On the ECOWAS side, we have also uh, organized training and operations. What we do is that we organize the training and then we go on the field to put what we have uh, uh, taught the people into practice. Um, we have so far had about three of them and we, we always use uh, uh, some names. Very interesting. We have, uh, in collaboration with the uh, Interpol, we have Ninibo, which, which was the last that we had uh, between Nigeria and uh, Niger border. A lot of uh, arrests were made, and then uh, we have uh, Ajimpa, which is being organized, being done by the Interpol, even though it's under uh, in collaboration with the ECOWAS Commission. And then we have uh, Atakura, which was done somewhere uh, some few years ago. So th- this is how we go about it. We go to the member states, we train the the, the law enforcement agencies. In fact. I say law enforcement agencies because I'm not talking about only police or NDLE or I'm talking about all of them. Mm. Any uh, law enforcement agency, customs and all of them together. connected to the drug fighting trade. So let's get to monitoring and evaluation. How do we measure success? Yes, we have uh, devised some monitoring measures already. We we have uh, what we call the monitoring questionnaire which we send out. And then we follow it up with our presence, what we call the on-site visit to our member state. So we go to each member state, and now we go through all the stakeholders and ask them specific questions that we have on the uh, the questionnaire. And the questionnaire was drawn out from the uh, plan that we have. In the plan, we have indicators that are said, we want to do this and that and that. So we measure, we use the indicator to measure. We said we will do this. What have you done? Where are you? What are the challenges? So this is what we do. And then when we come back and we look at the challenges that the member states are facing, then we direct our support towards that. So it depends on the challenge in the country that, that, that will uh, determine the, the kind of support that we should give. So this is how we do the monitoring. We go to the member states, we use our questionnaires, we come back, write our reports, and based on the reports, we go and assist. Mm-hmm. in the critical areas. Finally, Mr. Amankwa, bring it down to the level of the individual. What can I do, what can you do to help fight the drug menace? In fact, the first thing is that we should be aware that it's a dangerous thing for anybody to start using drugs. So if you are a father, you are a parent, you are a mother, you are a school teacher, you are anybody at all that you have, you have to now guide against I mean, the youth, the young ones, people who have not started using drugs, and let them understand that, hey, this area, this is a no-go area. The second thing that you can do is that you yourself, you make sure you don't use. For for, for example, people may send their children to buy alcohol for them, and then uh, those days, I don't know whether I stay there, where they will send people to go and buy cigarettes, and even some people send to buy marijuana. So 
in this if you do that it means that at your own level you are training the people to go into those so first level should be at home the family you yourself we all of us together that we should now carry this message to the i mean our individual homes that look drug abuse is one of the dangerous things that can happen to anybody it spoils your career your own personality your future and the family and the nation as a whole so let's all put our hands on the deck and then try to help in our own small way wow that wraps up the concluding part of this two-part mini-series It's been a pleasure indeed talking to Mr. Daniel Amankwa, our guest on the NASCO Moments radio show. Barrister Dan Amankwa has greatly enhanced our understanding of the link between substance abuse, drug trafficking, and drug-related crimes, and how the economic community of West African states, that's ECOWAS, is facing the challenge. We're convinced that you've appreciated listening to this discussion this morning. Now make sure you avoid illicit drugs by all means. This is where we end today's episode of the show. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash NASCO Group. You can also follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at NASCO Group. We encourage and welcome you to freely send us your feedback on any aspect of the NASCO Moments radio show on our email. That's info at nasco.net or by text through our dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Now to the NASCO Moments Trivia Question segment. The trivia question for this week is, in which country is the ECOWAS Community Court based? And who is the immediate past and the current president of the court? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777. Don't forget to include your name and location. Last week, we asked you the question, who is the founding president of the Economic Community of West African States ECOWAS? And from which country was the person? The answer is Nasimbe Eyadema from Togo. And our winners are Einade Masu Adibari and Yahaya Idris from Shagari Corner. They will be contacted shortly and told how to immediately claim the promised prize of a gift basket of assorted NASCO products. The NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show has been brought to you by NASCO and it was created by Unimark Limited, marketing communications consultants, executive producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producer, Haroon Audu. Research and Content Development, Dr. Mrs. Sintiki Tarfa Ugbe. Mr. Daniel Amankwa and Haroon Audu. Production Coordinators, Solomon Audu, Stanley Bentu and Soranu Megadi. My name is Stanley Bentu. Remember, drug and substance abuse ruin lives. Stay away from substances that can harm you.